Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Leos Enchim Anyavu. Greetings, everyone. May the Creator bless you all. And welcome to my podcast, The Good Do E Medicine Podcast. I'll be your host, Pete Rodriguez. Okay, guys, so good morning. It's Sunday morning. Let's see, it's uh, June 14th on a Sunday. Let me turn down this. This is the first time I'm using the... Um, I'm going to make the podcast. This is uh, episode 21, and I'm going to be uploading this to YouTube. So hopefully, <clears throat> if I get a good response of um, recording the podcast on video as well for everyone out there that way they can see so maybe soon i'll have guests as well and have them on the podcast and videotape them as well but um so this is the first time we're going to do this through video as well for the podcast so welcome to episode number 21 and i'm here in my home office recording having my coffee really good um it's a beautiful day it's gonna be hot today i'm looking outside my window i have it set up like this so i love looking outside um at the window the trees it's a little breezy outside it's really nice so welcome to episode number 21 of the good to e-medicine podcast um this is gonna be the first episode of season two i'm gonna change it up a little bit we had I did 20 episodes in season one, the first year, and this is the second year, so I'm going to I'm gonna change it and make it season two. So this is the first episode of season two of the podcast. So this podcast episode is going to be um, just a, a reflection of the campaign I did for 2021, 2020, I'm sorry, for the uh, Pascoaki Tribe uh, elections so it's over it's in the books it's done so in this episode i'm going to talk about i want to touch the microphone see i've got to get used to this in this episode i'm going to pretty much talk about my firsthand experience as running for tribal council for the first time and also also how it changed and a couple of things like delivering the message is one of the big things you know we used a lot of social media and we're in a pandemic right now. COVID-19 is happening. So that's changed a lot of things we did in our delivery of the uh, campaign message. So that's going to, I'm going to talk about that first. And the second topic I'm going to talk about is also one of the innovative things we did, um, which was one of our candidate forums. We had to uh, conduct some um, online candidate forums and that was really neat experience for us here with the tribe and another group we worked with to uh, pull off these candidate forums there were online candidate forums we had a uh, introductions and then we had q a so that was a huge undertaking that we 
were a part of. So I'll talk a little bit about that. Some of the, I guess, skeptics that would that you know had on on those forums we conducted with uh, a group, and I'll talk about that um, later in the podcast episode. I'm having my coffee. So lastly, I'm going to talk about um, the third thing. It's going to be our group. We had a team. It's called Naute Tekipanoane, which translates into We Will Work Together. And that was one of our group or teams that we um, put together for the uh, 2020 um, elections. It was a group of candidates that we formed so we could help each other during this um, campaigning. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that towards the end of the episode. And lastly, will I run for council again? Am I going to run for council? I'm thinking. That's my thinking face. For those of you watching, I will let you know at the end of the podcast if I'm going to run for council again in 2024. But that will be at the end. So I'll let you know. I will definitely let you know. So in this episode, again, um, we're going to start off with the um, campaigning during the pandemic. It's COVID-19. It's happening all over the world. It's affecting everyone, especially a lot of the people in Native communities like the um, Diné has been hit very hard. Other Native communities here in Arizona and the Yaqui tribe as well. Our tribe has been hit by the uh, pandemic, the virus. It's close. It hit close to home for me as well in our family, but I'm going to save that for another episode, hopefully soon, about how COVID-19 is affecting even my family personally. So we'll save that for a different episode, but that's going to be a good one. But um, I hope this episode finds everyone well, you know, you and your family dealing with this uh, pandemic. I know it, it's been really bad and hard for some people. But um, one of the things that normally under normal circumstances, um, you know, during a campaign, a candidate will announce their candidacy and they usually will share their platform online with flyers, town hall meetings, forums, in person. But during the campaigning and the whole COVID, this is changed. This is not going to 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 be the same. The strategy might be the same, you know, getting the word out of your platform, what your ideas are, but the tactics have to change. So these are a couple of things that 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 changed when we I started the my campaigning. You know, we had the platform, we had our uh, my ideas, what we're gonna do, what we would like to see change, and some of the things we wanted to bring to the tribe. But the way we delivered them is gonna change. So that changed for a lot of not only myself but all the other candidates as well. But one of the things that that we um, embraced or had to use a lot, and some of us for the first time, was social media. I was already used to social media, so I love social media, so I had a lot of social media um, platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is huge. I had a website. Um, so I was kind of used to the, the social media aspect of it, so I really enjoyed that part, but social media played a huge part in campaigning in 2020, especially with the COVID and the pandemic, we had to use, um, like I said, Facebook was huge. I used Twitter also and Instagram. It seems Instagram worked a little bit better 
as far as as opposed to Twitter. Twitter wasn't as good, but I enjoy Twitter. But they all have different, you know, needs or what do you want to accomplish depending on your social media, what you're trying, your message, I'm sorry, um, what you're trying to put out there. Twitter's different as opposed to Instagram and Facebook, but Facebook worked really well. And second was Instagram and then Twitter was last. I've also used YouTube to put the videos like this one and other videos I use, but that's the way we um, delivered our content, our messages, our videos was through social media. That was the main thing we did. And also we used videos. We used a lot of videos. I'm taking my coffee. It's still morning. It's about 10 a.m. here in Tucson. But um, we use videos. You know, usually a, a, a campaign a candidate will talk to people in person or they'll go to a town hall meeting or different types of meetings and they'll get in front of a group of people. But that wasn't possible during the campaign. It was just not possible during the, the, the COVID, I'm sorry, during the pandemic. So what we did, what I did was make introduction videos. So those videos and our team as well, we made videos. We made our own personal introduction videos. And we made group videos and those were all sent out through social media. So videos were really big and I think they were a, a key for people. They really enjoyed them. So we get to see them. We get to talk to them. We kind of, you know, get to look at them and see what they're about. See how they talk. See how they interact with the, you know, even though it's a camera, you're still interacting with the person. So I think videos were huge. You know, they basically contained a welcome you know, who you are, who your family are. I think it's really important for candidates to talk about, you know, their family, um, where they're from, especially with the with the Yaki tribe. You know, a little bit of history about themselves and most importantly, your platform. What are you, what is your platform? What are your ideas? Mine were education, sustainability, and empowerment. Those were my three main platforms that I had during my 2020 campaign. And I think it worked out really well. And secondly, were flyers. I saw a lot of flyers. There were a lot of flyers. Um, that didn't change. The only thing that changed was the uh, delivery method, the uh, circulating of the flyers. That changed. So that was a different tactic. You know, strategy was still the same, getting your flyers, getting your message out there, printing them, or making them and making them into PDF or a JPEG and putting them out on social media. So that kind of changed a little bit, but the delivery, you know, method changed, which brings me to the second tactic, which is going to door to door. So that wasn't possible during campaign and this uh, 2020 campaigning with the COVID and the, um, the whole pandemic. So that wasn't possible going door to door. Actually, it was frowned upon. It was not um, very popular, even though I, so to speak, went door to door, not actually knocking on doors because because of the pandemic. But I felt it was still important to try to go door to door. So instead of going door to door, we went to more like a mailbox to mailbox, fence post to fence posts. We're still out in the um, in the community. We made our trips to Guadalupe. We made our trips to other Yaqui communities like Benjamo, Hightown. We went to Coolidge, Marana, 
39th Old Bosco. We went to all the different communities, actually walked the communities, me and my team, and we distributed flyers. But instead of going door to door, we placed them on the mailboxes. You know, we actually went to the neighborhoods. We put them on fence posts. We hung them up on, I saw a lot of them on mailboxes taped, you know. So we distribute our content and our flyers in that method. So that was a change in the door-to-door. So it was a normal door-to-door interaction. Even though we did sometimes get stopped by a couple of community members that did want to speak to us and did want to know more information personally and talk to. And in our culture, you don't say no. If somebody invites you into your home or to your yard, you have a cup of coffee they offer you a glass of water. It's customary to offer you a glass of water, a cup of coffee, invite you in. So it's very rude and actually very um bad to say, no, I can't. So we were invited maybe, a, I would say, a handful of times when we were out in the community. But we practiced our social distancing. We wore our masks, you know, during our interactions with the community. And we spoke to them and we listened to them. I listened to them what their concerns were. And like I said, we always practice our social distancing during those interactions with the community. I thought it was very important. I mean, I I don't want it to sound bad, but I, I avoided it. You know, I didn't want to be out there talking to the community all the time. So we just left early in the morning. We, we, we put up our flyers. We folded them. We sent them out. We hung them up on all the mailboxes and all the communities so that was one of the things we did and it kind of it, it it worked it worked out well i think it was good we appreciated the community appreciated having the flyers there because a lot of the community members they were in quarantine or did not want to come out and and meet with the public they didn't want to go out to the stores they didn't want so they appreciated us bringing the content to them in person. A lot of people don't have social media. They don't have Facebook. They don't have a laptop. They don't have iPhones. They don't have anything. I've heard from community members, how are we supposed to know? So we spoke to them, some of them, and said, well, we don't know. So they appreciated. This was the only way they they could know about candidates was through giving them the content through flyers so they really appreciated that so a lot of um to keep in mind a lot of the um community members don't have social media they don't have computers so this was the only means for them to to um get that information was through flyers through not door to door i would say mailbox to mailbox fence post to fence post leaving the information on their on their mailboxes and so on and so forth so they really appreciated that and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed getting out there. You know, we had our masks on and we practiced our social distancing. So, and the next thing we had to do is 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 to do our candidate forums. Um, so these were something we had to be that we conducted online. That we had to do instead of having our traditional town halls where we meet people our forums where we invite candidates and we both we all sit down at a table similar to this and we ask the audience the community asks the candidates questions and we talk back and forth kind of like a town hall we 
could not do that during this time, during COVID, during the campaigning. We could not do that. It was not possible. So that brings me to my next topic was the uh, candidate forums. So we conducted online candidate forums. We started off with the introductions, candidate introductions, and that was run by a a group of students, which brings me to my next topics, which were the candidate online and Q&A forums, which was a huge success, success and a huge undertaking. So my next topic is candidate forums. So these were amazing, but first and foremost, I want to give thanks, a huge thanks to the Yaki Student Alliance for all of their hard work. They put in countless hours um, to make the 2020 PYT candidate forums and introductions a huge success, a huge success. So the forums, let me go back a little bit. The forums, the candidate forums, they were, this wasn't the first time they were, they were done. So they were done during the last elections. And I believe maybe even two elections ago, they were done by the Yaki Student Alliance. They were started because it needed a, we needed a way for um, the community to get the information from the candidates um, for community members that wouldn't have no other, no way, no other way to, to, to get this information from the um, candidates. Um, either they were busy with, you know, time. They didn't have the time to, to meet the town hall, to go to the town halls, to, to go to the communities, location, work, school. You know, they're, 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 they didn't have another way to, to interact or meet the clients or talk to the clients. I mean, the, I'm sorry, the candidates. So the online, the candidate forums were started about two elections ago. And now during the pandemic and COVID, they were even more important, more essential because there was no way to, to meet the candidates face to face. There was no way to do town halls. There was no way to do forums. So the candidate online forums were huge. So these were done by the Yaki Student Alliance. So these were huge and they did an amazing job. They, um, we owe them a lot. A huge thanks to all of them. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about was, I guess, maybe a misunderstanding about the the, the online forums and some of the speculations that came, I guess, from the, the platform we used, the broadcast, the stream, how we streamed the forums, which were streamed, they were done with a Zoom meeting. You know, all the candidates were brought onto a Zoom meeting and then they were streamed on, let's see, to a, to Facebook. They were streamed to Facebook to a page called Yaki Community News. And I think that's where a little of the, the speculation and the misunderstanding came from. Because Yaki Community News, as you may know or not know, it's run by, it, it was created by myself. And I work with the team, a couple of colleagues that we moderate and and I'll run that page. And Yaki Community News is a Facebook page and it has a huge reach. We have over, gosh, last time I checked was, what was it, maybe 10,000, 
Let me check really quick. I'm on. Let me open up my page here. Give me a second, guys. Here we go. So it's Yaki Community News. It's on the um on Facebook, and we have a. Let me see. Well, oh gosh, it's not showing. Let me see if it shows here. Overview. All right, you know, it's not going to show on my iPad. But we have a reach, like our last post reach was 73,000 people. I think we just went over 10,000 likes, maybe. I think it was, I think it's more than that. Let me see if I can pull that up. No, it's not pulling up, but we have a huge reach. Um, give me a sec. New page likes, new followers. I'm trying to find the likes. But regardless, we have a huge reach. So our page reach from the last 28 days was 73,000 people. So that's one of the main reasons we use that platform, Yaki Community News, to reach the most people. So we used my page, the Yaki Community News page, to reach to reach a bigger audience. It was conducted by the Yaki Student Alliance. And like I said, it's run by me and a couple of colleagues. And I think that's where the misunderstanding came from. Because I'm a candidate and another colleague that moderates the page, Facebook page, Yaki Community News, is a candidate as well. And and I guess people were asking, like, well, how, you guys are candidates and you run the page where this questions and answers are being conducted. So how can that be? You know, that's your page. You're being biased. You probably know the question. You know, all kinds of weird stuff came up. And um, and I, I know some people are kind of rude, but we won't mention their names or go into that because... You know, it's understandable, whatever. But for the record, the uh, Q&As, the introductions, and everything associated with the online forums were conducted, they were planned, and they were executed by an outside party. This outside party was Yaki, the Yaki Student Alliance. It's made up of a group of students, and then um, if you want, I can, I'll, I'll put a link in the um, the. Uh, comments where you can uh, check them out and know a little bit more about them but again myself and my colleague that run help moderate the page we were never involved in the forums the Q&A the introduction this was all run by the Yaki Student Alliance we kept ourselves out of it they only used our page our Facebook page as the platform to put the forums on because we have the most reach so we we they use it in that way to stream the forums and that's it i don't want to get too technical but we have uh, one of my colleagues that helps me moderate the page they gave the students a i guess it's called a what's it called they gave them a stream code so the yaki student alliance they got the stream code and they entered it into their zoom meeting somehow they got all the candidates and then they were allowed to stream the zoom meeting the forum onto facebook and then the moderator turned on facebook live 
and then ran the the forum and streamed it. I'm sorry, on Yaki Community News. That's it. That's all. We didn't know the question. We were completely out of it. We didn't run it. We didn't we didn't conduct any of the interviews, the questions, the um set up the scheduling, the times, nothing. It was totally run by the alliance. So that's how that worked. And they did an outstanding job. Imagine scheduling 60 candidates to do a Zoom meeting. If you ever done Zoom meetings, so they the way they did it, they did the introductions first, which were like two minutes. And then after that, they scheduled Q&As, forums. And they did it in, there's 60 candidates, so they did it in four blocks. 20 candidates each for different times. I think they were done on Mondays for two-hour blocks. And the questions were, were, were brought up by the students. We had nothing to do with them. None of the candidates, none of them knew what the questions were until the day of the forum, until the day of that Zoom meeting, then the the questions were brought up. And we didn't know. None of them, none, none of the candidates knew. So this was extremely legit. It was run by the students, and it was streamed on Yaki Community News. And it was a great success. I loved it. I, I thought it was amazing. We got, we got a lot of good feedback. The forums allowed people that wouldn't otherwise be able to see or hear the candidates by any other means. We got good feedback that they enjoyed the candidates. We got one by a gentleman. He was, um, you know, disabled. I, I believe he, um, he couldn't see very well, so he could hear the candidates. He, he really enjoyed it. Another person from Old Pasqua, he said he doesn't have social media, so I uploaded all the forums to YouTube to this channel So hey, welcome back everyone. I took a little break. Uh, I gotta remind myself uh, to charge the batteries to the camera. So so we're back. We took a little little break. Get some water. So let's continue. Actually, we're almost done with the episode. I left off on um, um, the community for the um, candidate forums. How they were completely independent. Outside party conducted them. The Yaki Student Alliance did everything, did all the work. They did an amazing job uh, to get these forms out to the community members. And they did it like an amazing job. Like I said, it was 100% legit. We didn't have nothing to do with it. It was, uh, they, they conducted everything. They did an amazing job. Very professional. I love how they did it. And it was uh, well-received by the community. Like I said, we had some doubters, <clears throat> some skeptics, and... um. Hopefully, um, we uh, cleared it up and with this episode as well. But, you know, we don't need to go into it too much because I know in my heart that it was completely legit and they know and that's all that matters. So one of the biggest things that, 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 that we learned is teamwork. You know, it's essential to accomplishing 
these new and innovative things like the forums, the Zoom meetings, a lot of people had to 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 adapt and use these uh, different um, tactics, I guess, if you will, and to do these things to campaign. Now, a lot of it was uh, possible by working in teams. The Yaki Student Alliance, for example, worked in teams. They had a lot of uh, people um, working on different aspects of, of, of the bringing the online forums to you, to the community. We had uh, They had their team of students um, working on the question, some of them working on the Zoom meetings, the technical part. Then they had our colleagues with the Facebook page using the stream, to upload it, to get the stream going, to conduct the scheduling. You know, it was a huge team effort, which brings me to my last topic, which was teamwork. You know, we formed a a group. You may have heard of them. It's Naute Teki Panoane, which translates into We Will Work Together. And <clears throat> and that was one of our, our, our the groups that we, we, we formed when we were starting our campaign. And this isn't, it's nothing new, you know, you've seen a group's form of uh, people, maybe one or two candidates, maybe three or four, and that's pretty much what we did. But one of the things that we wanted to do is be transparent, completely transparent in our message. So let me see, I was going to look for... You know what? I don't find it. I'll just leave it. I was trying to find our about our group. Let me find it. Oh, I think I found it. Let me see. Info. Okay, about our group. First and foremost, we give thanks and gratitude to our ancestors. Now I'm reading our intro to our group, our team. Now that Teki Panoane. So first and foremost, we give thanks and gratitude to our ancestors and all of the past leaders in the community, council, and ceremonies for their contributions to the Yaqui people. Naute Teki Panoane, or We Will Work Together, are tribal citizens of the Pascoyaki tribe from their respective communities. We chose to work together to help continue build the Pascoyaki nation, notably through our current campaigns for tribal council. So we are as a group, but we also are individuals. So we also have our individual platforms and our campaigns, but we come together to help each other as well. So continuing, we are a synergistic team that came together to share each other's resources for our individual campaigns. Each of us carry our own individual strengths in leadership, and they are unique reflections of our connections to PYT. We intend to show this to you through this page and through our individual campaign pages. So remember that we work, so by working together as a team, we will advance together as one nation. By doing so, we will be building the integrity and sustainability of the tribe, and we hope and we hope accountability is upheld by PYT tribal citizens as well. So that's a little bit about our group, and like I said, it was formed. One of the main things, like I said, there was a bunch of uh, 
there's groups being formed throughout campaign um, history the tribal elections you know they get together a couple of people maybe one or two or three or four and they help each other they they run together you know they help each other some people call them a slate you know they have different um, agendas but we did this to help each other as well but we wanted to be transparent transparency was the biggest um, things our team wanted to do and we say this we have our Facebook page it's out there our ideas we had a logo we our platform we wanted to be a hundred percent transparent and we did this from the get-go from the beginning before anybody had their Facebook pages up before anybody had their uh, videos we did our intro videos we had everything online on Facebook hundred percent transparency what we're about what we're talking about our videos our team videos our individual videos everything was online 100% transparency and we said we are a team we are a group this is who we are this is our names this is where we're from what we're doing so that was one of the main objectives was to be 100% transparent to everyone and so that was it um so we conducted our one of the things we did, we, we helped each other with everything from campaigning to our videos. We helped each other. It was amazing. Our group, our team was amazing. We did a great job. We helped each other in all aspects. We got each we motivated each other. We helped each other. We drove to, uh, um, to different communities together. We put up our flyers together, our campaign signs together. We did everything. It was great experience. We did an amazing job. I love our team. We did an amazing job. And one of the things we did, which was um, different, we conducted our own online forums and town hall type meetings. And this was done on our own. Now, this was different from the from the candidate forums and the Yaki Student Alliance. I think that's where people got maybe a little bit confused. This was our group now that we did our own online forums our own town hall type meetings within our own team so that was the only difference this was conducted by myself i was i played kind of like the moderator but the questions came from you the the community the we got all of the questions we went online we went live through zoom and we had our team members come on and we took the questions live. So they were town hall. We took all the questions live. They weren't pre, pre-done or, you know, we had them. They were conducted by all of the people that were on the uh, Zoom meeting. I mean, on the uh, Facebook page when we were on live. So that was really nice. And we just did it on like, like a town hall. So that was really good. And the questions came from you guys, the community, the uh constituents so we did it that way so it was completely legit as well the only difference is this was our own online town hall meeting conducted by us and ran by us but the questions came from the community you guys out there and you can i uploaded them to youtube so you can see all of them even the yagi student alliance run forums they're all on youtube on this channel so you can go back and check them out so that was the um, only difference. So, like I said, it was really successful team. Now that they keep on 
we motivated each other, like I said. We walked with each other. We, we, we helped each other give shade, water. We helped. We got ice chests together. You know, it was a huge team effort. We stayed up late together. We had our Zoom meetings almost every week. It was a great effort. It was a, it was a huge success. And I mean by success, it was a, a successful team effort. And also, we had not one, but two of our team members on council. They got elected to council. Congratulations to them. So this was a big win-win for the whole team. We had Antonia Tony Campoy. She got re-elected to council. She was one of our team members. She got re-elected for another four years to council. So congratulations to Tony and Andrea, Valle- Andrea Gonzalez. She, it was her first time elected to council. She was one of our team members as well. She got elected to council for the first time. Another one of our team members. And she got the second most highest, the most votes. She got the second highest out of all 60 candidates. Andrea did. And it was her first time running. So those two candidates, those two team members got elected to council. So our effort as a group I would say it was a success. It was a win-win situation for all of us. All of us, congratulations to Tony and Andrea to be elected to council for 2020 through 2024. So I'm really happy. I'm really grateful and proud of our team, and we are not going nowhere. The team is going to continue. I left the Facebook page up um, if you want to check it out. We're going to continue um, doing things with this group, the team, moving forward. So we were asked in one of our forums, are we going to keep this going? And yes, we are going to keep this group going into the future. We have a couple different ideas, maybe use it as a as a way for youth or someone that wants to run for council in the future, maybe in 2024, they can join the team Maybe we can do workshops, maybe we can do um, different types of talks, forums, town halls, different types of things to get people, hopefully the youth involved, and we can use this team that's already been established. We have our page, we have our logo, we have different content. We can we have people in council, Andrea and Tony, Tony they can be um, mentors for our future uh, youth that want to maybe someday be leaders and join a, a run for council maybe in 2024 or maybe in the future so they can use this team this group this dynamic you know we already started it so so they can uh, join and we can mentor them and we can use this team and of course in 2024 we'll be back is not going to go nowhere so it's going to stay so I'm really happy, like I said, I'm really grateful for the team and the team members, all of you. Um, very grateful for your contribution and helping me and the rest of the team in our 2020 campaign. It was a huge success and congratulations again to Andrea and Tony for being in co- council. And lastly, um, I wanted to touch on, um, I had time to reflect on the campaign and the process you know, all of the good things that happened. Some of them were, you know, 
some I saw a lot of um, negative things and some not good things, but I'm we're not I'm not gonna focus on that. I just focus on the positive things that came out of the campaign. I'm very happy with the results um, for myself being first time running as a tribal candidate um, during a, the COVID the campaign. Um, I don't have a huge family base like other candidates do. I come from a small town, Eloy, so I don't have a huge family voter base, but um, I did very well. Uh, I come, like I said, I come from a small town. I, my name is Rodriguez. It's not a big family uh, Yaki, I guess, family name. I don't have a big, huge extended family, you know, a voter base to start with. I come from a small town, uh, urban community, Eloy, but I did very well for the first time. I'm very happy with the results. I'm very grateful. I'm very, very happy. I came out like in uh, 25 or 26 out of the 60 candidates. I did um, very well. I'm very happy with the results. I only needed a, uh, let's see... I only needed several uh, hundred and eighty, maybe votes. I made it. Would it would it made it into council? I I believe I. Let's see, I got a total of almost four hundred votes, three hundred and ninety-two. Thank you so much for that. And the eleventh spot got about six hundred. So I only need about two hundred some votes. Hey, I would have been in council, two hundred more votes. So I got to work on that for twenty twenty-four. Which brings me to the last part of my podcast, Will I Run 2024? That brings up the last part, and let's see. I believe, yes, God willing, the creator, um, I will run for the 2024 tribal elections. I will run. Um, I have it set in my mind. I'm thinking about it already. I'm going to change a couple little, you know, a little different things. Four years is still a long way in the future. A lot of things, you know, will change. We'll see how the world is. There's a lot of, you know, things happening right now. Um, as we speak, um, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of different things happening in the world. So who knows what 2024 will bring. But um, right now it's in my mindset to run for council again. I will change a couple of things, you know, here and there, but um, I definitely will run. Hopefully, God willing, the Creator, you know, everything works out well on um, the next couple, four years. So, I think I'm going to start a little bit earlier, maybe even a year earlier, half a year earlier, and start, you know, talking about um, platforms, some ideas. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it changes in the next couple of years, but definitely, I will run for council again in 2024 i'm gonna try to get those 200 some votes you know a lot of things can change so we'll see and i think i did very well so maybe in the next time we'll we'll i'll get enough uh, votes to be hopefully be and represent the community and the pasquaki tribe in council so in closing that's pretty much it for this episode congratulations to tony and andrea for making it to council part of our team you guys did an awesome job we did an awesome job and um so thank you for listening i did check the uh analytics on our podcast and we did go over 1000 load 1.23 something like that thousand loads for the podcast so thank you to all of the listeners 
and uh, listening to the podcast, Good to E-Medicine Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and uh, subscribing and also to YouTube. So hopefully um, you'll subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, the Yaki Vegan. And hopefully we'll be doing some more um, podcasts, but we're videotaping them like this episode and uploading them to YouTube. So you can also see, you know, interact and see what we're, where I'm at and uh, where, what I'm doing or who I am, you know. So hopefully that'll be another part of the podcast so we can upload more um, videos of the podcast. So you can listen to them as well on all your favorite platforms as well. So lastly, thank you, Choco Tessia Vu, to everyone. And don't forget, health is wealth. Stay healthy out there. Stay, stay safe. Um, you know, practice social distancing. We're still in a pandemic, COVID. Um, these are some trying times right now for the for the uh, tribe, the community, the nation, the world. So stay safe. Um, you know, hope you find peace and health. And lastly, um, you know, make it a great day. You know, it might start off rough week, month, whatever, but you can change that and make it a great day. I'll always end the podcast with it, that you can make it a great day. And hopefully, you know, we'll see you again. And hopefully I want to upload some more podcast uh, episodes regularly. Um, we're going through some trying times right now, so I'll, I'll try to upload some more and maybe some more positive. And we'll get some more um, um, guests on the podcast as well. But Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.